1: It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Finance Daily, episode 955, The Story of Enough, Giving Up New Clothes for One Year, by Sarah Beck with becomingminimalist.com. And I am Dan, your host and narrator of some of the best blogs on personal finance, wishing you a happy Monday. Hope your week is off to a great start. For now, let's get right to our post for today as we start optimizing your life. The Story of Enough, Giving Up New Clothes for One Year by Sarah Peck with becomingminimalist.com Quote, we live in a world of scarcity, which means we feel like we never have enough. Brene Brown. Living in a world of scarcity means that we're constantly searching for the next thing to fill us up or the next destination or achievement to make us whole. Our world is filled with messages that tell us we don't have enough space, enough stuff, enough clothes, enough fitness. We're never skinny enough, or pretty enough, or good enough, or rich enough. This scarcity model drives consumption and accumulation. It spurs us to want more, to buy things because we think it will fill the void. We press to work harder, to get fitter, to buy more clothes, to acquire more things in the name of filling the hole. The problem with scarcity, however, is that you can't fill it or fix it with things, the answer to scarcity, ironically, isn't more. It is enough. What you have is enough. Who you are is enough. As Danielle Laporte says in her Firestarter sessions, quote, you already have everything you need, What about minimalist enough? This cuts both ways, however. As a person with lots of things and an apartment with hundreds of books, I sometimes feel like my efforts to declutter and reduce the number of things that surround me aren't enough and the thought begins to creep in. I'm not minimalist enough. I see someone who is minimalist and only has a hundred things, and the internal voice begins again. I guess I'm not minimalist enough. These attitudes are pervasive and can race around in my head. I can quickly become overwhelmed with the desire to eliminate stuff, lose weight, be better, do more, achieve more. But the idea of minimalism isn't about reaching a goal or checking off a box or reaching a certain destination. To me, minimalism is realizing that what I already have is enough and that adding clutter to the pile won't make it any better. And chasing a dream of more minimalism is, ironically, not what I'm after either. To me, as I breathe out and sigh into the life that I'm living and find gentler ways to tweak, edit, and refine, I find that recognizing what is important and what is not is the most critical exercise. Stripping away the excess lets us get to the bones of what really matters, get to the heart space, get to the pieces that are important, and that level can be different for different people. My Modest Minimalist Journey I recently conducted an experiment in which I decided to stop buying new clothes for the entire year. There were two exceptions, shoes and underwear, but only as needed. For an entire year, I lived without buying anything new on purpose. As a female in a clothes and image-centric society, I wanted to see what it was like to live without shopping for a while. I was always dismayed by the number of female friends who were readily going into debt to maintain their image in public. When I thought about it, $400 outfits, the average price on any feature shopping magazine page, can add up to a lot of money if one were to wear a new outfit every day for a year. That's $150,000 just on clothes. Who are we kidding? You might think I'm joking, but to be perfectly honest, I know people who are twenty and $30,000 in credit card debt from clothes shopping alone. The image pressures on females and males can be increasingly intense. Yet over the year, as I experimented in my journey of wearing and re-wearing the same outfits hundreds of times, I also found there were times when I got discouraged especially when I looked around online and saw things like the Versalette by Revolution Apparel. I inadvertently compared myself to other people who were doing a better job at buying nothing than I was. But then I realized I don't have to be the best or the most minimalist. I can be minimalist enough. Minimalism isn't about winning and it isn't about a particular achievement. It's about finding out what matters to you and getting rid of the peripheral. Over the course of the year, I thinned out my closet and pared down to a few favorite items. I made over 20 trips to charity with bags of clothes and gently worn shoes that I no longer needed. At one point, I had socks and underwear with holes in them, and I got out my sewing machine and fixed them up. Making old things new again was surprisingly satisfying. Getting rid of all my extra socks, and just having a few pairs to use each day, actually made my life simpler. The process of getting rid of things reminded me of what I liked and what mattered. Over time, I started to become acutely aware of everything that crossed the physical threshold of my front door. The amount of stuff that piled up around me on a daily basis crept into my consciousness, and I'm still surprised by the amount of clutter we let into our lives each day. Every time I brought something new in, mail, letters, books, ideas, shopping bags, I tried to make a conscious effort that the stuff I was bringing with me was valuable and that I was also taking enough stuff out of the apartment each day to keep my space maintainable. Untethering from the need to consume was surprisingly easy. It was the attitude change that made the most difference. Looking through my things and realizing I already had enough. That I didn't have to rush out and buy something new to fill a hole or a need. Let me breathe again. It was relaxing and reassuring to know what I had was okay. What you are is already good enough. I learned, slowly, that having excess stuff was giving me a headache. It was wasting my time and energy and wasting a lot of money I wanted to focus on eliminating debt. Over time, I will continue to whittle away at the things I don't need in order to make space for the things I love. It turns out, all those unnecessary clothes were crowding out the space of the things I loved. I got rid of several boxes and cleared off a space for all of my books, one of my loves. Clearing out, to me, is about reducing the unnecessary clutter in your life to make space for what matters and finding a balance that lets your soul breathe. It's about stripping away the things you don't need so you can focus on what's important. Sometimes a subtle attitude shift or a small sacrifice can make a big difference, like taking the time to appreciate that what you already have is enough. And your effort? It's enough. Because stuff isn't what matters. What you have is enough. You are enough. You just listened to the post titled, The Story of Enough, Giving Up New Clothes for One Year by Sarah Peck with BecomingMinimalist.com.
0: If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable.
1: And that'll do it for another edition of Optimal Finance Daily. Hope you are having a great start to your week. And as always, thank you so much for listening. I'll see you back here tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.